All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and featured titan for today's episode 258, all the way from Austin, Texas, none other than Andres Bustamante. Andres, it's an honor and a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you as well. Thanks so much for taking the time. And I'm just so excited to do this. Ah, oh, this is great. It, and, uh, you know, I, we've had a, a conversation before on, on another show, and it was absolutely phenomenal. And me reaching out to you, um, I was super excited just to have another conversation for the Titan Nation. So, Andreas, with, without further ado, I want to dive in and really let everybody out there know exactly who you are, what got you into the business, and kind of what your progression in your career up to today is. So let's just let's just get the background, the story of Andres. Perfect. I was born in El Paso, Texas. My parents are from Mexico. Love it. And I'm going to tell you a bit of background before I really dive in. But when I was 16, I did a study abroad program in France. So I lived on my own with host parents. And that's one of the things that I look back now and I'm like, okay, I became very independent with that. Mm. I needed to find a way to get to school, find a way to get back, do a lot of things. That's that's a small background onto what we're going to talk about now. Love it. Love it. 19, I got into the University of Texas at Austin, hook them. <laughs> and it was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. The funny thing, though, is that I had three majors. I was unsure of what I was going to do in college. I feel like a lot of people... And with that uncertainty, there's also kind of that pressure. Mm -hmm. And then I also, on top of that, had to find a way to pay for some of my college expenses and like my housing and tuition and whatnot. Wow. So I said, you know what? What way could I find to be able to pay for that without having to work for someone? Because I, I like being independent and I didn't want to work crazy hours along with college. Mm. So I found that I could be a real estate agent. I could help students find apartments, and those apartments would pay me. Started to do the leasing game. It's incredible. When I was 21, imagine this. Get a call, and this guy is like, Andres, I heard you're an incredible real estate agent. My budget's $1 million to $5 million. And the person that referred me told me you've done a ton of sales. I'm a 21-year-old college student, and I'd never done a sale. So you can imagine me just in that moment. I, I was in my college dorm. I was like, sure. <laughs> long story short we get sold and that's what started in my head about maybe i can maybe i can do this further on mm -hmm. you know so i graduated at 23 wow. i rejected an offer for the company that was my dream company even though everyone was telling me andres you're an idiot wow. you should stick with the stable eight to five mm -hmm. i'm 23 so i'm like i just know my gut is telling me to not do that mm -hmm. I, I was so scared though obviously yeah. Yeah. But you know, those moments when it's like, let's go with it. Mm -hmm. I went with it. I was scared, read a lot about mindset. I found an incredible mentor, men mentors, Victor Nino and Diego Corzo. Wow. Joined their team. And now it's been incredible. I have several investment properties. I'm a business partner on the team. Wow. And we've helped a ton of people this year. The team's volume and we're eight agents was 98 million. We just got the numbers mm -hmm. today. Ah, that's like incredible. 98 million, incredible. 
you know, and Andreas, and I, I love the fact that you kind of t- take us back and, and give us the background of the story. Um, it, it just blows my mind every time to hear it and, and meeting so many incredible real estate professionals from all over the world. There is, there's never a one size fits all. And everyone has a different path and a different reason as to why they got into the business. And at, at a super young age, in my opinion, you know, for you to have the deep understanding of, hey, there, there are different ways, there are better ways for me to, to get through college and, and to pay my way and to really build wealth, uh, that's massive. Is there anything you could look back on that attributed to that? Because um, that's something that I'm always curious about as to what was the initial influence. I mean, you didn't just have this epiphany for no reason one day to say real estate's the vehicle. Like, was there someone or something that really made you think that early on or what was it? I, that's such a good question. I I think thankfully my first ever job was Cutco. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think I'm like, oh, wow, that's, it just got to my head right now. Uh My first ever job was Cutco. And for those of you that, that don't know, it's like commission-based. I was like 15 or 14. Wow. And the first day, picture this, we're all in a room. And the main guy is like, all right, everyone, take out your phones. You're not leaving until you make 10 calls. I'm 15 <laughs> years old. And I'm like, dude, wow. I get nervous calling for pizza. How am I going to call 10 like people like, hey, I sell knives. Like, I'm a 15-year-old. Trust me. So. Oh, Oh my gosh. I feel that was one of the, the reasons kind of that attributed to that. Wow. 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 My grandparents own a fourplex in Mexico, mm. but I never realized that they had tenants in each one. And it didn't hit me until like two years ago. I'm like, Oh, they actually own a lot of real estate too. You know, well, not yeah. a lot, but they have a fourplex in Mexico. Sure. I, and, and I, I love the fact that again, it's, it's gosh, 14, 15. I mean, I, I remember, I mean, for me, not like we're old men or anything along those lines. And we're going to, oh, I remember, you know, when when I was young, I, I think the interesting thing that you, you mentioned is, you know, like you were you were working early on and that work ethic and that drive was already there. And, I, you know, gosh, I remember backwards Seattle Mariners cap for me knocking on doors selling candy bars. I mean, it was it was always just kind of moving forward and providing value and really looking at it, but doing awkward things that most people would run away from. And like you said, like you were nervous about ordering a pizza. I mean, to think about that, to do what you're doing at that age, but then carrying on. So to, and not to just make you feel good, but you were obviously advanced. You were moving at a pace that was well beyond your years and, and that continues to grow, which is wonderful. So take us through your real estate career thus far, because you've done so much in a short period of time. I mean, countless awards, rookie of the year, really dominating the market what was that like? I mean, you joined the team. So where do you attribute some of that success? Is it through the mentorship and leadership consistencies through, through what you do every day? What does that look like? Mentorship 100% for me is like the number one thing. Anytime any agent asks, what should I do? What brokerage should I focus on? I'm like, look, you can focus on the brokerage. That's amazing. And Keller Williams has been amazing. The biggest thing though, I will say for me is the people you surround yourself with Mm, mentors and setting those right expectations because look, maybe they're a great mentor. I mean, they're, maybe they're great at what they do. Mm -hmm. Are they great mentors? Mm -hmm. So it's a mutual interview that you have to do with on that end. Mentorship has been huge. And then a morning routine. Oh my gosh. Like 
to say that I'm in love with my morning routine is an understatement. I adore my morning <laughs> routine. It's it's crazy. Garrett, please, Andres, please, please. Uh, okay. So, and this is many iterations. Like yeah. it took me three years to get to this one that I love. Mm-hmm. I, I love this morning routine. And the one that I do and that I did this morning, mm-hmm. wake up at 520 in the morning, okay. do my bed. Small wins are crucial. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, they're so important. Do my bed, went to the gym for like about an hour, then take a cold shower, even though that's probably the part that I hate the most. I legit sometimes procrastinate. Mm. I'm like, oh, um, should I cut my nails? Should I like, should I shave or something? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's it's weird and funny, but yeah. I have a routine. So 45 seconds mm-hmm. of a cold shower and I have to count down in French. Ooh. It's, it's weird, but I have to count down in French. And if I miss a number, I start all over. Unreal. So practice French. But also just like be like, you have to be zoned in. Mm. So cold shower. Then I write down my, well, my most important task, I wrote it down the night prior, but Mm -hmm. look at my tasks, look at my goals. I meditate, do affirmations, visualize. Beautiful. And then by that time, it's probably 730. Then from 730 to eight, I'm starting my most important task, which these are my tasks. Love it. Like what I'm grateful for, my wins of the, um, yeah and my scribing but yeah i mean it's just start your more important most important task right away mm-hmm. and then at 8 a.m i've already done all of that wow. so that's like the routine that i've cultivated that i love i and andreas i love that because you're accomplishing so much before most people are even getting going and you know everyone has their own groove and there is not a perfect scenario or a perfect start or end to a day. I mean, you've got to craft that. And like you said, it took you years to get to the point where you're at. Um, but it is crucially important to have those routines for whatever works for you to motivate you to get done what needs to get done. That that's important, but yes. it takes effort. It takes time. I got to ask you about the cold showers. Cause I've had, I've, I have, I have not been a cold shower guy, but I've heard everywhere that. that it is a legitimate thing. I just, I don't know. I love my long, warm showers, rain head, all kinds of, you know, I just, so what is it? What, what really changed in your mind with the cold showers? Um, I mean, I read the, I read the Wim Hof method about um, it's essentially he's an ice man and he's like climbed a mountain in shorts and he's crazy. mm. I read that and I was like, look, you know what? I want to implement this in my routine because I want to. And then I had finished 75 hard and phase two. This is so uh, funny. Phase two, you have to take a five minute cold shower. So I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I did it for 30 days. Wow. But I am such a, com- not super competitive, but yeah, there's these small things that get in my head and it's hilarious mm. to where I had a 30 day streak and I said, I can't lose a streak. Mm. So ever since I finished that, uh. I've taken a cold shower and I tell in my head, Oh my gosh, if I do it, I'm going to lose my 158th streak now. Oh, if I don't do it, it's crazy, but yeah. I've made like a game of things like this that it's just helped me wow. like do things like that. But yeah. I'm, I'm like, no, I don't want to lose the streak. Mm. You know, Andreas, I, I love that internal drive and count inside your own mind. And, and you talked about mindset and, and really learning about that and training yourself that way. And all the best and brightest minds in any industry as an entrepreneur, they're all looking at the forefront of mindset and, you know, obviously putting good things into their bodies, into their minds, 
you know, really looking at it from that standpoint. Um, but that's kind of that golden ticket that everyone's looking for is like, what are the outliers? What, what, what's connecting the best and brightest minds? And I will tell you, it's having that internal burn, that drive to yourself to say, like, I want to compete. I want to keep this going for, for no reason, really, but besides for yourself. And that's what the bizarre thing is. And I think that I don't want to say that you because anything can be learned. It's practice and, and, and becomes perfection, but there's no such thing as perfection. Um, but there are certain individuals that really hone in on that and really lean into that. And obviously, you're one of them. Um, but I find that to be a consistency for, for wildly successful people. I, I just, I love the fact that you're sharing this with everybody. Cause this is, this is applicable. And I know that you are constantly sharing and giving and the, the, uh, the gift of gab in process and obviously everything that you've done, you obviously are continually speaking on stages and sharing this knowledge with so many other athletes, because we didn't talk about this yet. But for anybody who doesn't know you, you're a massive athlete. Uh, so let's let's talk about that. But I also want to talk about why you're on stages and helping other athletes like yourself accumulate wealth and train and educate. Let's just talk about that. Yeah, thanks for thanks for mentioning that. Sure. I uh, played soccer when I was in high school, mm -hmm. Juan State, which was awesome. Then I played for UT for a year, played back in France as well. Mm. And for me, one big big factor that I saw is that unfortunately a lot of athletes are not as educated in, in terms of wealth. Mm -hmm. hey, it's great right now. Like you're earning a ton of money. What happens after though? Like, are you taking advantage of what you're earning right now to build that legacy? Because mm -hmm. it's not just about right now. Yes. Being rich and wealthy are so, so different. Mm -hmm. It's the importance of knowing the difference being rich. Okay. You can pay things right now, but what if you stop working, you get injured. Mm. Maybe you stop getting paid. So what about that legacy? The wealth is when you build your legacy to where it is something that is accumulated over time mm -hmm. and it can become passive. So one of the big goals that I have and that I've been doing, I've, I've helped several of the athletes for Austin FC for the team and teaching the, the younger guys, or I mean, just anyone in general mm -hmm. about wealth building and also teaching students. So I've gone to several classes at the University of Texas Wow. And giving them presentations about the importance of wealth building. And it's awesome to just see everyone excited. And I get messages. When, I got a message a week ago. It's like, hey, I heard you two years ago. And I just want to say that this and that. And I was like, oh, this is wow. this is so worth it. Uh, you, you know, it's it's incredible to see that, Andreas. And, and what's really, really incredible is you talked about mentors in your life and obviously learning and surrounding yourself with great people. And, you know, you have been able to soak up incredible knowledge and apply it. It's not just learning it, but it's actually taking action upon what you've done. Obviously, hitting the goals you hit, it takes massive action. Um, but it, what's interesting is you're paying that forward and you're really sharing that with the, the next individuals. You know, so it, it's that old adage that as you reach your hand up, for somebody to help pull you into greatness, you want to reach your hand down and help that next person. And, and that's, what's so beautiful about what you're doing. Um, I, I guess what I would say to, to anybody who's tuning into this um, massively important, if you're interested um, in learning more from Andreas, if you want him to speak on your stage or, you know, stop by your brokerage or office or for anything along those lines, um, I would encourage you to reach out to this man. We'll have uh, all contact information in the show notes. 
big things into TikTok and Instagram. So if you're not following Andreas, do that on every major platform, but TikTok and, and Instagram specifically. Um, Andreas, I, I really appreciate that. I, I wanna I wanna kind of cap this off with a final question inside here. You've already given such great information. And again, talking about you know implementation and mentorship and, and really just looking at it from that standpoint. But everyone's tuning in to learn from the Titans and to really understand where they've learned and grown from and how they might apply it to their business. So if you could look back at your career thus far and pick and choose one or two things that you really added or implemented that you saw growth, you really just saw the needle move in a positive. What's that look like for you? What advice would you give anybody watching or listening? Great question. I remember when I was um, just starting off and I had a lot of questions and I was saying, wow, if I want to be the person telling people to buy homes, not telling, but more so educating people mm -hmm. to buy homes, then I myself have to be a homeowner. I have to be an investor. Wow. And that hit me. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to do that. Why? Because I need to be relatable. Mm -hmm. So also on the point of building wealth, that's so important. But the fact yeah. of relatability, and I looked back and I was like, okay, what problems if I was not a real estate agent, would I have had hmm. the old adage, oh, 20% down, you have to put that. How can I make this story to where, look, I found out that I didn't have to do that. Hmm. What about the owner-occupant perks? What about the fact that a lot of us are told, unfortunately, that we have to rent for the rest of our lives? Hmm. Who is that coming from? Like, what information are you getting that from? So I remember one day I was thinking about this. I was scribing and I was like, wow. I need to find a way to cover my expenses if possible. Mm. How did I do that? I decided to purchase a house that had four bedrooms mm. and three and a half bathrooms. I lived in one unit, well, one room, rented yeah. out the others. So there I was like, look, this is my story. I put it out to everyone. Mm. So relatability is huge. Wow. Obviously, as long as you're sincere and how to tell a story, you need to be a perfect storyteller as agents. We're storytellers, problem solvers, educators. There's so much more to us just like, hey, let me find you how, let me find you how to, let me help you find a house. Mm -hmm. We're also question masters. Wow. The person asking the questions is a person leading the conversation. Mm -hmm. Those are facts. So when I bought that house, I was like, look, I thought I had to put 20% down and I actually found out that I didn't. Mm -hmm. I checks the box for a lot of people that are like, Oh, I, I thought I had to do this. Look, I thought I was going to rent for the rest of my life. And I did this. Look, I'm 23 and I just graduated college and it was possible. Wow. Once I put that post and look, it's on Instagram. It's crazy. I put that post, the relatability of people saying, I relate to Andres. I can trust him because of that relatability. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Started skyrocketing. And I started helping a ton of people because I knew that was my niche. That was my target audience. Wow. I, that is absolutely beautifully said. And uh, as you mentioned that, Andreas, it's, it's, it's so beautiful because um, you're really breaking it down in basis of practicing what you preach, right? So if you're, if you're educating or guiding um, individuals to purchase real estate for themselves and for future wealth and investments, you're doing that yourself. But then the relatability and storytelling behind that is, is such an overlooked piece. I, I agree with you 100%. And, and I wish that more real estate professionals really understood that. Um, 
I think people get the fact that it is a people business and you do need to connect in a meaningful way, but so many people make it harder than it really needs to be. Just be genuine in nature, communicate and connect with people on that level, and you'll see it flourish. Look what you've done in your career thus far. You're just scratching the surface, my friend, but you're already hitting massive notes. So that's what's really cool about it. And anyone who's tuning into this, whether it's live with us now or listening to the audio file um, on your favorite podcast syndication, uh, this man is exactly painting the picture of what needs to be done. I don't care if you're brand new or you're seasoned pro, everyone needs to take notes from what you're saying. So I, I love this. I, I think it's fantastic. And, and, and I, again, we could, I could pick your brain all day long, my friend. I know we're only sharing uh, tight pieces of information here just for time's sake, but um, I, I just encourage everybody, again, if you're not following this man on Instagram or TikTok, do so, reach out to him. He's a wealth of knowledge, absolutely incredible. Uh, one of the best and brightest, and I don't use that lightly. Uh, but Andres, it's been an honor and a pleasure, my friend. I can't thank you enough for taking the time today. I appreciate you a ton, man. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, this is awesome. And I do need to dub you an official real estate titan. So that, that is an honor that you can wear for the rest <laughs> of your life, my friend. There's no, uh, there's no badge or plaque or trophy, but it's in your heart. So uh, I, I can't thank you again, my friend. It, it was incredible. I appreciate that. Awesome. And everybody out there as well, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like your doing the Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lion Bolt Media. If you are a real estate professional looking to grow and scale your business with digital marketing, look at and check out lionboltmedia.com for more information. Now, we're live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon a different Titan, different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Andres. Oh, of course.